Hello and welcome to another episode of North by Nerdwest, making it a better comeback than Lazarus and, you know, your favourite B-list celebrity combined. I am Chris Haig and I am joined as always by one of my favourite people on the planet, Emma Platt. How are you, Emma? Clinically depressed, but you know, who isn't? Who isn't? It is, it is a hellhole of a landscape we are living in. I mean, it doesn't make me important or special anymore, so you know. <laughs> oh my god! It doesn't. You were there just like you were there just like well, I'm clinically depressed, but everyone is now. Uh-uh. I was depressed before it was cool, but like oh, I'm not. I'm don't, not don't on my like medication. Just like, do you know what? I was depressed before everyone had it, and I'm like, we all have it because the world's a, like a dumpster fire. I know, like, but I'm not. We on have my a meds pumpkin anymore, as president so... and an evil witch I mean, as I PM. Back on the meds, but ugh. ugh. I just can't be asked. Um, I can't be asked and not be depressed, really. Yeah, so... As you may have noticed, there's been a bit of a gap between our most recent episodes. Um, I would offer an apology, but we have been really busy, so... And also, we're sorry. not really sorry. Yeah, I'll be... Like, normally I'd be way more apologetic, like, uh, you know, I don't want to give, like, a fake YouTube apology where it's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, guys. You know, I know I've, I've not uploaded anything for three days, and I'm like, listen, we've not uploaded anything for, like, three months. So, like, we chill. We haven't, we haven't recorded since December, so... Oh, yeah, we haven't recorded literally since December when we did two back-to-back, and then one of them... um is a Christmas special that will get released uh, later on because I, I basically didn't get around to editing it until after Christmas. I thought there's no there's no fucking point in this now, so I'll I'll save it and do it as like a little bonus later on. Um, but yeah, so we've been away for a while. We've been doing our own thing, um, but we have. I was say we've been in touch with the world because that isn't a fucking weird sentence. We, <laughs> um, like you were saying, like yeah, we've been keeping in touch with the world. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna chat about the things that have kind of made our, you know, first first third of twenty seventeen, um, twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Jesus, oh my, oh my god. god, that's bad. I, you know. What the hell was that? Okay, I've just realised there was an expression from Tricks and Catcher which really described it, which is that if you have one, if you have one foot in the past and one foot in tomorrow, you're pissing on today. And I'm like, that is the grossest thing, but it's so apt. I'm like, I can't, I can't not think about that now. Speaking of Trixie and Katia, let's talk All Stars yes. Three. All Stars Three. Well, all, all, all drag race. But... I will say, Michael complained. That we talk about drag race too much. But Michael, <gasps> I love you, but you can go fuck yourself. Because you did sit there with me on Sunday and you did watch an episode of Drag Race and you had opinions. <laughs> FYI, he likes Claire love- St. Clair. Yes! That's awesome. Okay. So, um, yeah, yeah, All Stars. It was nowhere near as good as All Stars 2, let's be honest. No. Yeah, it was ca- It was kind of a shit show at times. Ben Della, I could. Do you know. Just. I will say this: We were Trixie like from the start. Yep. But 
Trixie didn't put in the best performance. Shangela did. And I'm not going to say Shangela was robbed because yeah. I'm not one of them. But I would like the day that the, the day after the finale aired, like I was about to go into hospital and I'm putting on Twitter. I'm so happy she won. Don't even at me. And I was like, don't don't start with me today, Twitter. Yeah. Because this is all I've got going on in my life is that this beautiful, beautiful woman yeah. has won this crap. Like, she just didn't do as well as I thought she would. And I do I mean I love Trixie, but it yeah. was just nowhere near a stronger season as All Stars 2. It just wasn't. No, I, I think the thing with All Stars and All Stars 2 in that looking back at them, you can see how they were almost tailored for a certain queen to win. So like All Stars, it was, it was yeah, Chad Michael. Um, for two, it was Alaska, even though Katty should have won. Um, and All Stars, and All Stars 3, it didn't feel... It almost felt like it was setting up Bendela, and then Bendela kind of changed everything. Yeah, I'll I, I'll be I'm still in two minds about Bendela. There are some people who are like, "Oh, she's a mate." Like after the episode aired, in which sorry, fucking spoilers and everything. We're gonna be talking about. Oh, this it's, shit, it's, so it's been yeah. it's been on. It went out five weeks ago. Don't yeah. even complain. Yeah, when um, Bendela kind of took took herself out of the game, so no one else had to be replaced. Um. Which, you know, I get it, and they were calling it, like, Bendela Christ and everything, which I think is a bit much, you know. She she took herself out of the running in a very strategic move, because then she's like, oh, well, I wanted to prove it to myself, you know. So it's, it's like, technically, she had the best performance record, but she also completely fucked herself over mm, by well, leaving, so she'll, so, so she'll never, like, win or anything, but she has an unbeaten record, so... I, I no, I liked Bentler going into it, and I thought I thought the little Jughead vibe she had going on in the confessionals was like the cutest little thing with a little hat. Yeah, I I like Bentler, but I mean, Shangela, I like Shangela going in, but if she made a Game of Thrones re- reference one more time, oh, oh, I didn't need to hear about her being like, oh yeah, I'm Daenerys, y'all, I'm Daenerys, these Cersei Lannister. That that drove me a bit mad. I went in with the best intention with Shangela because I thought, do you know what? If she wins, it's a nice arc because she's like you know one yeah. of the most kind of popular she's got in and has done it and all that sort of thing. The biggest thing for me, All Stars Three, is that there, there were some queens in there who I hadn't thought about for quite a while, and I got to be just kind of experience them again and then kind of get a new fondness for them. So it's like you know, Chi Chi. I I have a new love for Chi Chi Devane because she was so sweet. Chi Chi's you know, just the cutest. She she you know she is the cutest, like sweetest, nicest, and I was just like, do you know what? It's a real shame. That you you know didn't get kind of more to do in that thing, yeah. you know. We got to see Aja <gasps> kind of she bossing the fuck up and being awesome. Her performance in that first episode, oh. she did that death drop. Did you see someone on Reddit worked out how many pounds of pressure she actually put on the floor when she death dropped from that height? Was no, I've not seen that. That's uh, awesome. I it. But even like when uh, when she said about was it. Uh, BB, she took a wig off. Yeah. She was like, "If you go, you don't take your fucking wig off. You're not Sasha Valor." <gasps> ah. I love that show. I was just like, "Yeah, repping." Like, I, I, am a, I'm a diehard season nine because that was my my first season. So I'm like, "Yeah, I like that." Uh, I'm trying to think who else was the milk. I didn't really care for milk and Thorgy was... did not come across very well because milk and Thorgy, I felt like they both carried on their arcs from their seasons like Thorgy didn't have Bob to blame anymore but I do agree with like the episode Thorgy got eliminated on when she was given Stevie Nicks I agreed that was mm. what was she supposed to do I'm going to say Stevie's not funny you can't like amp 
And you can maybe exaggerate and make it a bit more Kate Bush, kind of like, ooh, weird, that sort of thing. But then, but like, it's not funny. As you said, I would have come out with a broomstick. I would have, like, taken it to the, like, they say she's a witch. Well, I would have taken it to the extreme. But milk. <laughs> When Milk was complaining, I should have been in the top, and I was like, "You are literally standing six feet away from RuPaul. Be quiet." Yeah, I know. It's so yeah. That was no milk. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who else. Um, BB. My first time watching mm. BB because I I never watched season one. I was like, didn't come across great. If I'm gonna be honest. No. And like why? And then there was the whole like theory that she was the mole and everything. Yeah. But, I mean. Why go back to lose? You're a winner already. But uh, I understand, uh, like, you know, season one, like, RuPaul saying, you know, with a £50 budget for season one, so, you know, introduce yeah. it. And I think that's good. But I would like to see more of Morgan. Yeah, like, not the first time around, I didn't really care much about Morgan because um, I've only seen bits of season two. But when she came back and everything, and I watched her, it's not untalked, but it's like the after, the after show thing. Mm-hmm. With Morgan, I was like, oh, that's, you know, I, I don't mind her. She's okay. And, you know, I think it's one of those where it's like, I watch it in the show and I have that reaction. And then actually seeing them as a person, I'm like, oh, shit, no, you're actually, you, no, you know, you're, you're cool. I, I kind of vibe with you and everything. It's like my reaction. And I remember telling you this when I first watched season six and I was like, oh, my God, Courtney's such a bitch. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, no, she's not. It's just, it's the edit. It's yeah. the villain edit. And it's, Cause yeah. Courtney. Was uh, obviously she won Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. Because I remember tweeting you saying, Hooray. Do we have to watch this now? And you were like, Why? And I was like, Dude, Cody just walked in. And she did, I think she did a, like, I I always like Courtney. But I mean, rewatching season six, you can see the kind of the way she was edited. But uh, I they, always they, like Courtney. But yeah. saying that, like, see, okay, All Stars 3 was lackluster. However, mm. season 10. It's been fucking amazing. Yes. Oh, well, can I mention one tiny thing about All Stars 3 that I really liked and that is good? Um, I really hope that people start giving Kennedy a bit more love. Kennedy Mm -hmm. did have a part. You know, I'd have been happy if she'd have won, to be honest, because, and it was a very valid point, which is like, listen, I got all these meet and greets, and all the white queens, they get a certain thing, and she's kind of like second tier, and my heart broke a bit for her then. I was like, do you know what? You work really hard, I like you. And, you know, if I ever go to, like, DragCon or something, I'm going to be like, yep, I am going to go see Kennedy Davenport because, you know, because she is a hard worker. So, I know. I think I was watching, re-watching season seven and she did, um, she was Little Richard for Snatch Game. Oh, that's so good. Because it was a joint win for Kennedy and Ginger Minge because Ginger Minge was Adele. Oh, I, I love that episode. I love, because Adele, yeah, Ginger... <laughs> Adele's <laughs> brilliant. Also, Little Richard, where it, yeah, oh, it's so good. Anyway, yes, season ten. Yeah, so we are four episodes into season ten. Yep. So spoilers to that. Um. So we've seen the return of the mini challenges. Yay! Yay! I like the mini challenges. Yeah. I do like the mini challenges, and um, you know, we're already getting the stuff. We, I mean, I already know who my villains are. I already know oh. my favourites. Mm. Um. Nice to see Eureka back. Yes, a bit of a dip. Not saying I ne- I'm like I right. I would never ever tell anyone that they went suffering from something. But she said she had PTSD from hitting her knee, mm. and I was like, okay, sh- your confidence is going to be knocked. Yes, but I don't. I'm not saying she used that as an excuse for why she did poorly in the challenge. But I'm glad to see she went from that to like being in the top the next week. So I was yeah, very so she, glad. Yeah, she, she she turned it into kind of like. 
you know, it, it, into fuel to kind of yeah. spur her on a bit. And, yeah. Also, the Vixen is clearly this season's bitch, and bitches never win. Roxy didn't win. Fifi uh, didn't win. Bitches never win. I'm just thinking, actually, what about Tyra? Oh, I forgot about Tyra. Yeah, I'm but just, I'm just is, is she winning at life right now? Have you seen what's going on? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Basically, Tyra's not allowed to drag hunt because she causes too much drama. And then Tyra <gasps> went on a big rant on Twitter. And then Tatiana went to the number to basically talk shit. And then Fifi had to post a message. I was like, she wasn't going to comment on it anymore. And then Tyra went for Trixie yesterday. Oh God! And like she just like she just comes across so nasty and spiteful, and nobody yeah. wants to be like associated with her. So, I mean, she won the competition. She's not winning at life. So yeah. yeah. So, okay, my favorite is Ms. Cracker. Yes, I love Ms. Cracker. She's Ms. so funny. I'm sorry, Ms. Cracker deserved to win the challenge. She could have easily she won, won yeah. any challenge so far. Like, she could have walked away with all four of those challenges that we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that Aquaria got him moments this week. But I really wanted this cracker to win. I tech, I remember messaging you saying I thought Blair was a brat. But Blair is the sweetest little thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, 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 yeah. Blair. Yeah, so I've got, like, the Wikipedia page open because I'm like, I need to remember, like, who the hell who is. Um, Aquaria, I don't care for Aquaria. No, me either. Um, because it does come across... It's it's the same thing that annoyed me a bit about Violet in Season 7. This kind of... Oh, you know, it's just like, oh, drag doesn't shape me, I shape drag. And I'm just like, mm. fuck off. You, you, but Violet you, changed, you, you, you're remember a tweet. When, um, when they brought all the queens back? I remember Mrs. Kasha Davis was talking to Violet and she said, you've changed so much. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. So... Well, in, like, Untucked, um, there was... I think it was uh, episode two or something. They had a proper go at Aquaria. It was, it was like, Aquaria versus the Vixen, all that kind was of... Was this when she called her out for saying that... Um, she called the, she called Aquaria out for saying Miss Cracker stole a look, and then Ms. And Aquaria was yeah. like, I didn't say that. But then I was thinking, why did the Vixen... I didn't feel like the Vixen was saying, like... She was just wanting to cause trouble, I felt, at that point. Yeah. Oh, listen, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Aquaria, I think, is a bit of a brat. Who knows, she could change all that sort of thing. I still think she she is a strong competitor. Um, I just, I don't want her to win. But that's just because I'm like, oh, she's a, she's a brat. Um, I'm literally just going through them alphabetically. Asia O'Hara didn't like, and then episode three, when she pulled that face... Yeah. That is my favourite really... thing, and I'm like, okay, I get you now. I get you. You know? Yeah. Um, works hard. Blair St. Clair, yeah. I, I I really liked Blair from kind of episode three onwards. I was like, oh, Blair, she's cute. And I swear to God, she does. She looks about 12 out of drag. She really does. And that first look she did on the main stage was literally like the first Barbie doll. The very yeah. first Barbie doll. She is, I, I do, she's so sweet. Yeah. I, I like her. I follow her on... um. Instagram and she is yeah, I, she's I pretty follow sweet. Instagram, so. Yeah. She reminds me a bit like um Oh shit, what's her name from season nine? Oh god, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? She's uh, she's a bit like a cross between uh, Robbie Turner and Faramon. Like if they had a kid. Yeah, she is. Because Robbie Turner's got that kind of like old school kind of vintage style and then you know you've got um Faramon who's very kind of pink and perky and cute and all all that sort of thing. So um yeah, who else? There? So Eureka, very happy to see her back. 
Uh, hopefully she's on like a redemption thing because I, I do want to see it. I I really want to see her as like the fight if they're doing the same what they did for last year in the sense that you get your final four and then they do the um the lip sync battle thing I want to see I, I'd like to see Eureka in there yeah just to see what she can do um Cameron Michaels is hot out of drag I don't oh, know oh my god on, like... so hot oh yeah like yeah <laughs> That was a thing, but I don't really know anything about their performance. They like, did really, really well. Um, I think she did really well this week. Uh, I'm just looking up, actually. Yeah, hi. So, yeah, uh, Mayhem Miller. It's weird. Mm. Mayhem Miller is one of those who was. Kind of look because I used to watch the rumor videos when I properly got into Drag Race last year. Um, all because of you, I was then watching. I was like, you know, what, I'm going to watch some of the rumor videos for Series Ten, and you know, it's like, oh, Mayhem Miller, she's like, she's like a big deal, and I was like, oh wow, okay, I don't know who this is, but she's like, she's she's been okay. She's not really been like blowing me away. She won the first episode challenge, um, and but then she was bottom third. Episode, so I'm like, eh, I, yeah, I don't know. Miss um, Cracker, we love Monet Exchange. I was you expecting mean more Monet of the Bob Queen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they they but they've done a podcast together, and I'm I like, oh no. So. Is... Yeah. Um, I was expecting a bit more because I kind of thought, oh, it could be really, really strong and that sort of thing. I'm like, okay, I think she reads more into her looks than actually is. Like the sponge thing, which is like, oh, I don't care. In my head, you know, RuPaul was living for that, and I'm like, was he? Really? Like, you know, like, you know. Uh, Monique Hart really weirdly reminds me a lot of Peppermint, in the sense that it can be it's a bit dramery, a bit kind of like, you know, oh, this is happening, this is happening, you know. Uh, and then who else is left? So we've got the Vixen, who I I don't mind in the sense of. Like, if you want to come in and do drama, that's fine. But you've got to be a damn fine performer to keep that up. And I think that's fine. Uh, and then we have our four who have left. We've got Dusty Ray Bottoms, who seems very sweet. Who see who weirdly reminded me a bit of, like, Thorgy and a bit of, like, Sasha Velour. Like, kind of weird, kind yeah. of a bit arty. That sort of thing. Um, I was disappointed with Ewer. Mm. I was really backing Ewer. I thought, oh... And weirdly, when I said "oh, like a like a um, like a Chinese Bianca del Rio," weirdly in drag, it's a very similar look. And I was a bit like, "Oh, yeah. I can sort of see that." Um, we had Calorie, um, Calorie Kardashian Williams, and who then Miss <laughs> Vanjie. Ms. You know, Vanjie. just the way they were just saying it in the workroom, they were saying, Vanjie. Which, which means that months ago, they knew that everyone would be saying, like, I, like, people, like, not, not at work or anything, but, like, on, on the internet, everyone's been going, like, there's been, like, Miss Vanjie memes, and in a way, she got kicked out first, but in a way, she's already won season 10. Oh, yeah. Vanjie. I can't, once I, mean, I start saying it, I can't stop it. I know. It's Miss like the opening Vanjie. of season 2, where... 
where Michelle Visage is like leaning into RuPaul going, Miss Vangie. And then the third, third one, he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> I, That's genius. I love that. I'm having a proper Michelle Visage moment, and I really like it. Because I you know, I told you, and you know, probably on the show, was that when I started watching the show, I didn't like Michelle. I thought, oh, she's just like, she's, you know, mean and really critical, that sort of thing. And now I'm like, Michelle is the best, and I know- love her. I think it was the second episode in. Michelle's makeup looked amazing. She was very like, she was very minimal, but she looked oh, yeah. stunning. I oh. love Michelle Visage. I want to be Michelle Visage. Oh, we should all want to be Michelle Visage. Kind of larger than life, compassionate mother hen. Yeah, I I, I like Michelle. I like actually. I I do kind of like the panel at the moment in the sense of we have. Carson, Carson, who's the more fashiony one, and then you have um, Ross, Ross Matthews. Matthews, that's it. Um, who is more the comedic kind of actory, knows that kind of stuff. So, I, yeah, I like him. I like the current panel. Um, who, I tell you, what, who are your top four? Who do you think will be the top four? Miss Cracker. Yep. Blair. Uh, I can see the vixen going far though. Because I think she's trying to play the game, mm. yeah. and I would like to see Eureka. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, I'm thinking if it, it, the ones I want, I want Blair. I want Eureka. I want Miss Cracker. I want um um Asia. I think Asia's earned it. Who I think it'll be though. I think it'll be Aquaria. I think she's she's quite big and quite a good talent and everything I can see Asia doing it because she's really solid I could see who else I could see Eureka to be fair um, and then I think I think I could see Monet Exchange doing it because Monique Hart is okay but Monet Exchange um, I, I think they're setting up for a bit of like a bit like what they're doing with Eureka which is like have a really shit week and then build yourself back up again yeah. I think that's what they're going to try and do um, yeah. But no, I'm really excited. This is the first time I've watched Drag Race, like, as it's aired. And I'm kind of proud of myself, because normally I'm someone who really looks up spoilers for shit, and I'm, like, deliberately now, like, last Friday, <laughs> I had a meeting at 9am, and I just was there sat thinking, like, I need to watch this fucking episode. I know, this meeting, see, hurry the fuck I wake up. every Friday without fail. I'm always hosting oh. on Friday. So, I either, I get up at 6 o'clock for work, because that gives me time to wake up, and do my makeup and leave for work. But the day I went to hospital, I set my alarm for like half five. <laughs> Even though I didn't have to leave here till seven to be in the hospital. So I could watch yeah. it. So I could like, you know, like watch yeah. it. But um, it's like my Sunday routine because I haven't worked last couple of Sundays. So I'll watch it on a Sunday yeah. when Freddie's gone. But yeah. like Mike was here last Sunday and like he was talking to me and he he does this to me. If I talk to Mike <laughs> while I'm watching the film, he'll pause it and then look at me. <laughs> And so, like, and he was asking me all these questions, and I was, like, getting dead annoyed. And he was, like, what drug? And I was, like, I just want to watch Drag Race! Like, that's my... Just let me... What? You know I like drag queens. Yeah. No one want to be a drag queen. I can't. I Very know. disappointing. Well, to be fair, you know, they're opening up that, like, drag queen... You could be a drag queen if you wanted to be. They're really opening it up. They're saying, like, listen... You know, if you treat drag as, like, a performative art or anything, then... Yeah, but yeah, I have not? no talent. <laughs> What am I gonna do? Oh come on! Oh, you can you can lip sync. 
I could also, I could also be mean. I'll just, I'll just do a Bianca Del Rio. I'll just be really yeah. mean. Except it won't, lo- be, it won't be funny. It'll just be going, <laughs> you are literally, you are garbage. You are a piece of I'm, shit. I'm just, I just love the idea of you, like, kind of, like, you know, lip syncing to, like, you know, a very cheesy gay song. And the minute the music goes, you're going, like, your shit. Your shit. Your shit. Shit, 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 shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's go. Yorick, Yorick. I know. <laughs> I got very excited, like because um, one of the gay bars in Liverpool, Heaven, follows me on Instagram, and they like all my all my photos. Same. And I was like, Yeah. I miss you, Heaven, because I have not been to a gay bar in over a year. Literally, the last time I went to a gay bar was the seventh of April, two thousand and seventeen. It was the day after my thirtieth, and I have not been. And I, I am missing the vibe mm. of. Of Liverpool's gay scene, I'm very yeah. disappointed. So I really need to go to town. Yeah, they follow me as well, and I've never been to Liverpool. So because I'm because they tag you loads of this stuff. Well, I think that's what it is. It's they're just like, oh, here's a common gay. We can just follow. <laughs> common <my> gay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like you, go, and here's a common mouse rat. It's just like here's a common homosexual who could be found lurking in the comments of a drag two race. Both. Random drag queens follow me. Calm yeah, no, I, yeah, and someone else. I have, um, oh, um, I have, um, it's called her name's like Miss Twink or something. <laughs> I feel really bad. I mean, because I did offer my, I did like offer my spot and everything. I was like, you know, you go, girl, and sort of thing. I feel really, <laughs> feel really bad. I'm like, I, I don't know who you are, but fair enough. Um, do you know one thing? I'm just reading the on the Wikipedia thing. There's a contestants thing that lists their age. It really depresses me that Blair St Clair is older than Aquaria. How old's Blair? Twenty one, twenty two. Blair is twenty two and Aquaria is twenty one. And it just I'm looking there like what like what the hell does Blair do to her face? Because she do, she steals like the souls a, of virgins probably. She she looks like a Hummel figure. Honest to God, it's she just does. like the rosiest like. Like and she, when she, I just I was convinced she was going to be a rat, but I mean I am ten years older than Aquaria. That's the person. Oh, I know. If it helps. I've run a I've run events in my actual like real life job where a lot of the students were at, le- at least I was ten years older than them, um, and I just had to sort of hide. And I was telling you that I I get mistaken a little bit for being a bit younger. But honestly, God, when they said, oh, I'm only 17, I felt I instantly aged about a thousand years and I just felt like, I am the Crypt Keeper. I know, there's a girl I work with. She's my friend, but she's like, oh my God, I'm 23 in August. I'm so old. And I'm like... <laughs> you know old. nothing. But then, like, I can, when I was 23, I was married and literally about to have ready. And like, it's yeah. so... No- and then I, I look at her and think... You couldn't have a baby. You are well known, and but I did at twenty three. Maybe yeah. I'm just my old brain's catching up with my face. Oh, listen! I've had people like I've had a lot of weddings and you know kind of other stuff recently in like various friends where it's been like, oh, we got married, that sort of thing, and I'm like, yay for you! <laughs> and, well, I'm I'm just I'm just sat here just being like I'm obsessed with the drag show, and that's my life. <laughs> Yeah, I've been I've been I've been with Mike for nearly five years, and I'm obsessed with the drag show, so it's cool. Yeah, got, but yeah, but you're doing it like I was twenty two when I got married. Twenty two. Wow. Well, that was that was a very strange year for me. I literally went from being single to being married three hundred and sixty four days later. It was very weird. 
And then I need okay. When the shield's on, I need to ask you everything about that because we're still learning stuff about each other. Yeah, I I, I met Steve on the sixth of July, and we were we got married on the fifth of July the next year, and Freddie was wow. due on the sixth of July the year after that. Wow! So in two years, less than two years, I went from living at home and being single to being a married mother. Wow. Choices. Okay. Choices. Oh, do you know, I'm, nearly, I'm just, I really, I'm so tempted to get WoW Presents Plus. It's only four quid a month, or like four dollars a month, um, but I really want to see tea with Tati. I like Tati, and the more I've seen I of her, I'm like, Tati. oh, she's funny. I still have the same part stuck in my head. Same part, yeah. I love that. But that's mostly because oh. Katia. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, that's our Drag Race roundup. Sorry, Mike, if it went on too long. I'm sorry that I love Drag Race <laughs> yeah. more than I love you. Yeah, I'm sorry that it was 20 minutes long. I'm not really. I'm yeah. <laughs> We're not sorry. <laughs> I know it's just like it's it's literally that sorry, not sorry song. I'm like, we're sorry. No, we're not. Yeah. We're really not. Um, but yeah, other stuff that's been going on. So, uh, kind of talking about films and everything. One that I I I, I want to get off my chest. Um, because I really talked a lot about this in the, in the here's what we're looking forward to 2018 review, and then it kind of fucking sprung up on us. Um, it's Cloverfield 3, otherwise known as the Cloverfield Paradox, which I didn't know was being released until I randomly had the day off, which was very fortuitous, and they went, oh my god, it's going to drop after the Super Bowl, and so I immediately then was like, at one o'clock in the morning, because I had the day off, I was there Googling, like, what time does the Super Bowl finish in the UK? <laughs> And I was like, no, no, I'm going to go to sleep. And then I randomly, and I told you this, I woke up at four in the morning, opened up the Netflix app, and I just had to watch. And this is a bad way to watch it. I watched the last ten minutes, because I just wanted to see which characters made it through, because I'm I'm that person. If there's, like, a disaster movie, I'm like, I need to know where to put my emotional investment so I don't get my heart broken. (laughs) I don't want to waste my emotions on you, fella queen. Well, well, that, but it was also... So basically, I said, oh... You know, I really hope Gugu Mbatha-Roll, who's the lead actress in it, I didn't know she was the lead actress. I was like, oh, cool, but I hope she is because she's one of my favourite actresses and everything. And then when the icon opened up and it was her face, I was like, I was like, fucking hell, yes, she is. Um, and I just wanted to make sure it was all right. And then when the end of it happened, the way it happened, because I don't, because you haven't seen it, um, I honestly got just kind of blinked. I was like, no, I can't watch the whole film now. And then went back to bed and then woke <laughs> up being like... I have to watch this now, because it was just me, because my brother went to work, my parents were um, on holiday, um, and it was just me and the dog, and I just sort of sat there and just watched part of it, like, that, like um, with the dog and everything, and the dog just didn't give a shit, and I was there just like, I have waited a year for this. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. I quite liked it. Um, it's a very weird film, in a lot of ways. Um, I understand why a lot of people didn't like it, but I, 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 I do. I, I weirdly re rewatched it uh, a few nights ago. Um and I think it's pretty fun. So if you haven't seen Cloverfield Paradox, just give it a try. Um yeah. It's just if you look at looking for like a weird um very well done in terms of like how it looks visually and everything, very well done um uh space movie. Uh, I would absolutely check it out. Alright. Right. Uh, Emma? Okay. So I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Right. So um I haven't had a lot to feel happy about lately, and um, 
Obviously, I've spoken before on here and on Twitter about my struggles with my mental health since I was really young. And I was going to do a lot of things this year. And then, um, beginning of the year, I found out I was pregnant. And um, I'm not anymore because about five weeks ago, I found out I had what's called a missed miscarriage. And it's basically when everything stops developing, but your fucking stupid brain doesn't know that. So you are walking around still thinking that everything's okay and that you're going to get a baby and you're not. So, um, I had all these plans to read all these books and to watch all these movies and to do all these great things this year, this year. And very quickly, my plans for the year changed. And then those plans weren't valid anymore. So... I've missed out on a lot of stuff that I really wanted to see this year, at the beginning of the year, and all kinds of other things. So I don't have a lot to talk about. And I'm also I'm not ashamed to talk about the fact that I've lost a baby because, first of all, it's not the first time it's happened to me, it's the second. And it's very common. And I'm not going to know about like destigmatizing miscarriage or anything like that because everyone's struggle is different and it's personal for them. So, because I'm as I said before, clinically depressed. I watched um, a movie that just didn't make me feel any better and that was his intention and that was The Ritual. And it's based on a book by Adam Neville, which coincidentally I was reading anyway. It's a British film about four, four friends who are hiking through the woods in Norway, Sweden, Scandinavia land somewhere around that area, I can't remember um, and shit goes down and it's very creepy, very atmospheric it's got a very good use of the landscape and the kind of blinking you'll miss a thing and then <laughs> like the actual reveal, I was like what the fuck am I looking at? What the actual fuck am I looking at? <laughs> I was like are those hands on its face? Are those tusks? Is it 12 feet tall? Are there eight of them? It was, but it was very, but also I was reading the book and I wasn't going to watch it till I'd finished the book and it was getting recommended by another podcast I listened to, um, which is last podcast in the life, which is really fucking awesome. So I had, I couldn't wait and then I didn't finish the book because I knew the ending, but it's a very effective, creepy little tight story. It's about 90 minutes. It wasn't, as far as I know, it wasn't released on Netflix. I had to watch it through other totally legal means. Um, so yeah I've purchased two more of Adam Neville books uh, The Apartment Apartment 16 and House of Small Shadows uh, I have actually, I'm looking at a stack of books sitting right next to me right now because my aim was to read one book a month for this year because I don't read a lot anymore and I read loads in January and it's probably a good job I did because I read fucking none in February and March because I had other shit going on so I'm looking forward to getting into them Um and maybe getting back into horror stuff, I really want to start um, potentially writing some articles this year, horror-based, doing some more academic work around the genre, because maybe that'll help me regain some sense of self that, quite frankly, I don't fucking have at this present moment in time. Um, and I really, really want to see A Quiet Place. Um, there's so much mm. buzz online about it at the minute. I you know and also we, you know Jordan Peele just won an Oscar for the screenplay for Get Out which was fucking excellent so and Guillermo del Toro won for Shape of Water and I know he's yeah, like yeah. sci-fi but he's got a very horror heavy tinge to a lot of his work so mm. it, you know 
I'm not saying there seems to be some sort of legitimacy to the genre because it's not that it's not a legitimate and worthy genre of praise or academic study. It's just there seems to be less reliance on the found footage which we've seen done to death since Blair Witch, really, and the shocky scares and things like that. So, you know, hopefully going forward, we're going to have a lot of... And also, it last year, I really enjoyed and starting to get some casting news out for that as well. So, hopefully, we're going to have some really good horrors coming out this year, and I will watch the video <coughs> of them. So I can think, my life might be bad, and it might suck, but at least I'm not getting haunted by a demon clown that eats kids. It could genuinely be worse. Yeah. And as long as that doesn't happen there is to me, that. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm five by five. Yeah. I'm just waiting for that, that one Facebook message that goes, you'll never get what the f- you'll never guess what the fuck's happened. Demon clown. <laughs> like but I all like the you, places I in Merseyside. Feel like your first guess would be, is it a demon clown, Emma? <laughs> like you fucking know it's a demon clown, Chris. At, just, the, at this you, stage at this stage I'd just be like, You'll never guess what's happened, I'd just be like, Demon clown <laughs> Are you I just am, like Yeah. I am perpetually unlucky. Like it's like a cosmic joke. And the worst thing is I was feeling really good at the beginning of the year. Like I remember talking to you on our December part and I was like, I'm gonna lose weight, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that and then all of a sudden, I wasn't doing those things anymore because my plans are change, and then I'm not really in a position where I want. I don't want to revert back to that because it sounds. Mm. Like this is really depressing, and I apologize. And you can edit this out if you want, Chris. But I don't feel ready to let go of. No. Like I know I'm much stupid. I don't think like if I just believe hard enough, it'll all be okay. But it's like those plans belong to <laughs> someone else, and that like even though it was only January, it's like a different life. So I'm trying to make new plans and new things to be excited and happy about. And I'm just going to write a really fucked up horror film now because I might as well use my depression for some good. Maybe I'll win an Oscar. That'd be fucking cool. Sounds like a plan. I wouldn't. They wouldn't let me on an Oscar stage. I swear far too much. (laughs) I should get up and go, I fucking told you, you fucking cunts. (laughs) Did I not fucking tell you? <laughs> I see. You're a cunt. You're a cunt. You're a cunt. You're a cunt. I would. I would literally pay money if it's just you. Like <laughs> you're on the stage, you accept the Oscar, and then you just go to all the women who refused in this role, or to all the actors that refused in this role. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck. You could have been part of an Oscar-winning film. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, fuck you. Uh, fuck you very much. And then just like, hang on, hang on, in the back. Yeah, you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> like sign language. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, imagine the poor sign language interpreter at the side because they haven't out for the major yeah. ceremonies. Imagine it's all sign language just having to go like, fuck you. Oh my God. Like... Speaking of depression, right? I've just got an email from Pinterest. 12 maternity style boards no. you might like. Jesus fucking Christ, Pinterest. Oh no, jeez. Did you not get the... Did, oh my god. Do I, it's like, I need to like wear a t-shirt that says, please ask me about my horrific miscarriage. Huh? I mean, I mean, you can if you want. I mean, I'll answer questions if there is a question and answer round about this. But like... Mm. Fucking universe. I swear to God. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> I'm not laughing, but I am. <laughs> oh, Mike like, said to um... me, he was like... He was like, oh, you can make jokes about it. And I was like, yes, I can. You can't. Not yet. 
Not like I'm making like light of the situation, but you know. Well, it's your uterus. It's you know, it's your right to come. Kind of no talk uterus, about it. no opinion. Yeah, I don't remember where that's from, but it's, it's very from Friends. Valid. It's when it, Is it? Rachel's having Braxton Hicks, and Joey's and like Joey's telling Ross, and Ross goes, "Oh, most women don't even feel it," and she goes, "No uterus, no opinion." Ah. Oh, fair. Okay, I didn't realise that was friends. Oh, well. So, now I've depressed everyone fully <coughs> with my sad, sad, sad little life. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about Avengers! Fair. Okay. Um, right, if we were dies, I'll, I'll kill like, myself. Yeah, I, I could sort of see it happening. It, it's totally going to happen. And I'm yeah. just put, like, I'm putting this out in the universe right now. If Chris Evans and his beautiful face pass away in Infinity Wars... I will have lost every reason to live, and I will hold Stanley personally responsible. Okay, thank you. I mean, technically hold the Russo brothers responsible, but okay. Stanley. Stanley personally responsible for all my pain. Thank you, Stan. Why? I don't know. Just because why not? <laughs> you just like... I just love the idea of you like harassing an older guy who's being like, do you know what? It's your fault. Why? <laughs> just, I'm just going to wait outside his house invest- with a sign. Yeah. So, like, no, no, no. I... This is our new Like when there's when it comes up in the five o'clock news, like there's a woman threatening to jump off like the fucking Liverpool Cathedral, and you were like, "I'm not. I know it's Emma. <laughs> Get Sally on the phone right now. <laughs> this is on you. Why? Why? Because he created a character. I then got invested in, and then they fucking killed him. How dare they? You ripped my bastards. fucking heart out. It's like wash all over again. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's, he's gonna die. Oh, he's to- Mike's got this theory that the scrolls are involved and that like some of them are scroll hey. agents, which you know could be a possibility. I am I'm looking forward to it, but it's like I also don't want to see it because I am I would bet money on the fact that Chris Evans is gonna bite it. It's it, it is it's like it's like Schrodinger's film. It's like if you don't <laughs> see it, they simultaneously all die and all live, and it's only by seeing it that you know which. Yeah, that's like, uh, uh, that's a scare. Like I've actually considered not going to see it because I'm like, like yeah. in my mind, he's still alive. <laughs> Him and Bucky have I'll a listen. cute little bed and breakfast. <laughs> yeah, they have a cute little bed and breakfast on the shore, and you know, occasionally the Natasha comes Panda. in and bakes good. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, but Black Panther was fucking awesome. It what? You know, I went with um, uh, my best friend Helen, and we went, and it was like. It was so good. I it loved, was yeah. so good. I was like, I know. Uh, it was amazing. I just, I loved it so much. I mean, I mean, I've never, I've never felt wiser in my life. No. Than being kind of like <laughs> acutely aware, being like, oh wow, this is actually amazing. And compared to a lot of the film, it's just like, wow, we get so many chances to make mediocre, like comic book movies, and yet Ryan Coogler it, I mean, and Marvel we don't, had one I shot. mean, DC do. Excuse you, Chris. Well, D- well, DC and some would say, you know, like Marvel and just like all that sort of thing. Name like, me well... one bad Marvel film. <sighs> exactly, you can't see. No, I'm, I'm going through them. I didn't like Doctor Strange. But is it bad? No. <sighs> is it is it Justice League bad? Is it Suicide Squad bad? Is it fucking <sighs> Batman vs Superman bad? Okay, yes. okay, you're right here. No, no, no. But like. You can have, like, a bad Marvel film that's still better than others. Chris, did you not hear my discussion (laughs) about holding on by the very edge? Don't do this to me. Don't. Okay. 
No, just okay. Some... I'm obviously always going to pick Marvel over DC, even though I do love Wonder Woman. And oh, it's oh yeah. Amazing, oh fuck! So. God damn it! I love Wonder Woman. I know. It's she. She. She is the best. They've started. Okay, I just because I I follow um, Andre the Black Nerd on YouTube, and he did a paid thing with DC because they're releasing DC ice cream. What? I swear to God. So Superman is like um, cookie dough. With like blue sprinkles and red and gold um, cookie dough chunks, Batman is chocolate fudge brownie, and then Wonder Woman is. is like caramel with like crackers. Like, like they call them Graham crackers, but it's just like like a Graham, but cookie. it's spelled Graham. That's yeah, what I get so. me. They never they never say Graham. It's always like oh, it's Sheriff Graham, and I'm like, no, it's like when you say Craig, like a... you say Craig. I yeah. thought it was. Craig. I thought there was a completely Craig. different name. They say Craig, and I was like. Craig? Like C R E G, Craig. Yeah, but it's Craig. Like it's spelled Craig. I know. Craig. I know. Craig. It, it <laughs> I can't just say no. Craig. Craig. Yeah. Um, it could be. Yeah. So it could be Skrulls because they are going to be in Captain Marvel, which is I, falling at the moment. So, so excited! Oh my god, Captain Marvel is my favorite superhero ever. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I am so excited. And I love Brie Larson, and I'm so excited. Like, <gasps> it, it is going to be good. It's going to be so it good. Is. I like it. It's it like, is. Good. I like. Uh, Clark Gregg's in it. He's Agent Coulson. Yes. And yeah. I love him. And I love Agents of Shield. And like, see, I'm I'm obviously not like you know, I'm oh, I just I so fucking excited <laughs> for Captain Marvel because it was announced like two three years ago now, mm. and it's like going to be here in like twelve months. And uh, it's like take how I felt about the first Avengers film all over again when I literally counted down yes. for a year on Facebook. Yeah. So I'm very, I'm fucking, I'm very excited. And Ant-Man and Wasps out this year. And Deadpool 2. Which, yes. You know, I've, who was it? I think it was Brooker on Twitter. Hey, Brooker. Because I know he saw, like, the first Deadpool movie approximately mm. 8 million times. I yeah. think he was talking about he'd heard that it going to go on reshoot. Which is... Mm. True. It, it's, it apparently went under reshoots, but then audience feedback was very, very positive. So it could be like just little adjustments where it's been like, okay, we need to adjust that joke. It could be in wake of the whole T.J. Miller thing, though, as well. But I thought I heard that news before that came out. Uh, Well, we'll know when it comes out. They'd been aware of it or something before the news broke. They were like, oh yeah, no, this this has happened. Oh, this is kind of circulating. We'll minimise it now. So I, I could I could see him doing that. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think actually. Uh, what else? What else? We're getting um. There's quite a lot of like he is basically dominating my life at the moment. But Dwayne the Rock Johnson is well kind of over the next two years. He's in so many well, films. We all know how strongly I feel about DJ. Mm-hmm. I mean, refer back to our earlier episodes if you can find them. Episode four. I I swear I will get it. Cha- <laughs> I'll um, get it changed. So it's fine. Yeah. So. I um I can't wait to I'm gonna see Rampage on Sunday with my mum, who is a huge fan of DJ. And then I will go watch the shit out of Skyscraper. Yes. I would watch anything with the Rockin. Like mm-hmm. I watched Baywatch. And I didn't think it was that bad, okay. I very much enjoyed yeah. Jumanji. I like that. Yes. I like that. I, I do you know, I'm I'm real happy Jumanji we're getting a second um DJ Jumanji, which will be nice because I really like that little the little kind of quartet you had. So you've got, you know, you've got The Rock, you've got Karen Gillan, who I think is 
awesome. I you've got Jack Black, and that is the funniest I've seen Jack Black in about ten years. Yeah, is him playing a teenage girl. I think that's genius. And then you've got Kevin Hart, who's really funny. So I do genuinely like the four of them together. And then you've got Nick Jonas, but he's not in it as much. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. But he's also got um, there's the Fast and Furious spin-off movie he's doing with Jason Statham. Oh, speaking of Jason Statham, have you seen the trailer for Meg? Yes, I've seen. The, yeah, I can't. I can't wait. I just like I was showing the trailer to me mum, and Freddie was sitting on the other side of the room. This is how smart my child is. And I yeah. said to him, "It's also a giant shark." And Freddie went, "Oh, a megalodon!" And I was like, "Oh, that's the yeah. coolest." I was like, how do you know about megalodons? And he followed it up with, "I know loads of things. I know all about the Titanic. Did you know it hit an iceberg?" And I was like, "Yeah." I did, because I was alive when the movie came out. How do you know about Titanic? And his literal Aww. response was, I just know things. He's like Tyrion Lannister, but without the booze and the bitches. He just knows things. So he said, I love that. I, lo- I, I genuinely love that so much. The other, he's there just like, I just know stuff. He's just, just like, I just know things. He, he told me about the moon landing. He was like, do you know we've been to the moon? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah. I only found out about this recently. And I was like... This was like a couple of years ago as well. And I was like, okay, well, I think my dad had told him. And he was just like, I just just popped into my head. I was like, so creepy, babe. Oh, Yeah, so he told me we were home this day. And he's telling me all about Titanic. So what happened, mum, right? It was over 100 years ago and it hit an iceberg. And there weren't enough lifeboats for people, which is just stupid. And how do you not? And he was going, how do you not see an iceberg? And I was like, well, they left the keys in Liverpool apparently, and they couldn't open the binoculars. And he was like, what did they just sneak up in them? And, like, and then he was like, then he said, I'm never going on a boat in case you get hit by an iceberg. And I'm not joking, I've actually said that many recently. I think I said it to Lee because Lee was talking about going to Amsterdam for a stag do, and I was like, I don't like planes. And he said, we can take you by boat. And I was like, I don't trust boats to get hit, hit by icebergs. So. You can see he's definitely my child. Gotta worry about those fucking sneaky icebergs. I love that. Oh, it's, oh. it's weird. I'm like so secondhand proud. I'm like, he's so good. He had his first swimming lesson today and he was like, he was not for it at first. He was like, I, no, I don't need to learn how to swim. And I was like, no, you fucking do. You can't swim. You can't doggy battle. You will drown and I can't save you because I can't swim. And then he was like, he was all made up. Then he was like, did you see me swimming with a floaty? And I was like, yes, I saw you. But he's eight in June, which is, makes me feel very old. He's eight? He's oh, my God. I was eight. describing you as says, she's got a son. I think he's about five. <laughs> no, he's fucking eight. I don't know. I've never met him. So I'm just like, he's somewhere between the eight. He's, he's like, he's not like a baby, but he's also not a teenager. <laughs> Always known as a child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's somewhere. Yeah. Oh, bless. Um, but no, he's also doing a move. I'm trying to think. What else is? Um, sorry, this is Dwayne the Rock Johnson, not you. Not, not Freddie. That'd be great. I, I was there like, well, Freddie's doing a skyscraper, and he's that sort of thing. So he's doing the spin-off movie because, oh, if you have you read the, I think, oh, is it GQ or like, someone that he basically did a big interview with them. Ahead of, uh, ahead of Rampage coming out, and it's a, such a good interview. I really would like recommend anyone who hasn't like read it to check it out. Um, but it's oh, it's so good, and he mentions some of the bad blood between him and Vin Diesel. Oh no, I haven't. 
Oh, there's there's like oh right, hang on. I'm gonna find this quote. It is so good. Hang I'm on. Team Rock. I don't care. He could pick a fight with Obama, and we both know I love Obama. I'd still be Team. That Rock. is true. I'm just trying to find the quote because I'm like I yeah. I don't think there's any part of it where it's like you know um where I'm just like oh yeah the rock must have done something. I'm like really really. <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, so the Rock no longer has a beef with John Cena. I have a thing. I'm going to mention John Cena in a bit because um, I saw Blockers, um, and he's like surprisingly funny, but he's just broken up with his fiance, and I feel really sad. Don't even no, don't even start. I have very strong feelings on the Nikki Bella John Cena breakup, and quite frankly, Chris, I'm annoyed that he's broken up with her now because I can't take it. It's like. Finding out that Khloe Kardashian's boyfriend cheated on it. My heart can't take this. Channing Tatum's mm. broken up with his wife. I think I've been through I enough. Know. They really are kind of taking your feelings into consideration. It's it's like no one else thinks about me all the time. And it's just yeah. pissing me off. Like, why yeah. am I not the centre of everyone's universe? How dare John Cena make any life choices without consulting me first? My feelings. I know. Rude. And uh, It's really sad because he did a video with... Um... I think it was like W Magazine, where it was like, he's planning him at a day and everything, and it was about, oh yeah, the other people he really talks to every day are his mum and Nikki, and I was like, oh, that's sad. <sighs> However, I have this quote about the, the the Rock said, with regards to like, him and Vin, Vin, he and Vin Diesel working together, and it reads as thus, I'm not quite sure, right now I'm concentrating on making the spin-off, which is... Um, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, or Shaw and Hobbs, whatever it's called, as good as it can be. But I wish him all the best, and I harbour no ill will there, just because of the clarity we have. Actually, you can relate, erase that last part about no ill will. We'll just keep it with the clarity. <gasps> that is cold. Wow. That is like, oh yeah, no ill will. Actually, I take that back. I've got some ill will towards him, but I'll keep the clarity. I'm like, what the fuck happened? What kind of like clash of egos? Or clash of just the like Rock has I, no ego. Oh no no. Well every, no everyone Saint has an Dwayne. ego. Everyone I'm not gonna go around calling him like Saint Dwayne. I, I love him. You and haven't he's even awesome. started, so how can you carry on? I think you should start calling <sighs> him Saint Dwayne and see how he feels. See how we feel. Listen, I want I want him to be my friend. I occasionally want him to like kind of scoop me up in his arms and cuddle me when I'm having a bad night sleeping. <laughs> it doesn't mean I think that he's like, you know, perfect or anything we've all done uh, you know right okay now you're hurting me and i feel personally attacked <laughs> oh my god i feel okay, very attacked fine. right now fine. by you okay by john cena <laughs> by channing tatum by vin diesel by chloe kardashian's boyfriend <laughs> oh my god oh have you heard what she named the i i heard this because i had a job interview there so i took an uber um to the place because oh, it was away posh, from work uber I'm Chris and it's I get not, Ubers every time. Can you tell posh. I'm annoyed now? Like, I'm just attacking you. It was like six quid. It's not posh. Um, that's like that's like a day and a half's bus travel for me. Sorry, Chris. God, with your Ubers. Okay. Fucking hell. And your Fenty Foundation. <sighs> oh, we are having a conversation. <laughs> You're just like, no, you no. went too far then, Emma. <laughs> I was like, don't, don't you bring Rihanna into this. Um... <laughs> Don't you, don't you bring her in. How her dare you? Her foundation is flawless and has done nothing with this. No, um, I heard the news of what she called the kid on the radio, except I can't remember what the hell she has actually called it. It's uh, uh, some tea, isn't it? True. It's some, 
That's it. Tr- true. It's True but Thompson. Apparently, Chris said that. Um, Chris Jenner said that True was the it's a middle name in the family, so it was Chris's granddad's name and Chris's father's middle name, so it's actually a family name. Ah. And True wasn't the I was there or was there not a TV show about a female detective called True something. Calling with Elijah Dusku. Well, yeah, but I didn't mean that. Anyway, I meant something else that I've imagined. But see, her name was True. It's not weird. Then again, like the name Stormy in Chicago grew grew on me as well. And North. I was like, that's an awesome name now. Well, you've got like Dream, you've got North, you've got Saint, you've got, I don't know. know. Okay, first of all, let me educate you. I don't mind. There's Mason, Penelope, (laughs) and Rain. And they're they're Courtney's kids, yeah. They're Courtney's. Chris, not Chris. Kim's got North Saint in Chicago. Chicago, that's one. Kylie's got Stormy. Chloe's got True. And Rob's got Dream. And I don't know about that. That's there you go. There's nine, nine saying, kids. Ke- Kendall, Kendall doesn't have any. Kendall's, so. yeah, but Kendall's too busy being a superman. Fabulous. <laughs> I, like that. I, I don't know. Listen, you know, I used to be very much like, oh my god, the Kardashians suck, that sort of thing. But I've actually like watched interviews with like Kim and like Kim, Courtney, and Chloe, who I consider to be like the best ones. I'm like, eh, I don't really, I, you know. My, I, I, I worry about other shit now. I'm not worried like, oh my god, it's having such a negative impact. I'm like, nah. I watch. I they're prob- watch they're probably just nice people. And I keep up with all the gossip. I keep up. You keep up with the Kardashians. I can't believe I said that. I didn't even mean it like that. I, I keep up with the Kardashians. Bullshit. Bullshit. You knew what you were I saying. Because I was like, I was going to say I was keeping up with all the Kardashian gossip. My brain stopped and went, Emma. Emma. <laughs> but I, I'm like. I like okay, so some people whatever, some people think they're vapid or whatever, but I get I get enjoyment and out of watching them and I don't give a shit. So and it's not no. a guilty pleasure because I don't feel ashamed. So No. That's, fuck well, that's you. one thing I fuck that's one thing you. I stopped doing years ago was and it was kind of like a twenty fifteen, sixteen kind of New Year's thing, is to eliminate guilty pleasure as a thing. I think we If you enjoy something, just go for it. We, we have we, yeah, yeah. you were gonna do a podcast and I was like I'll talk about Kardashians because that's what I watch. Well, do you know, I swear it was when we were doing like, it was like Yumi and like Chris Byrne were talking about. Chris something. Byrne gets another shout out. Chris Byrne. Chris Byrne, who is alive. <laughs> we're very happy yes, to report. Very much alive. Um, doing podcasts yeah. with other people apparently. Yeah. Mm. Which, yeah, rude cinematronics. How dare you? Um, <laughs> Very dare say, you. Well, saying that, I'm, you know, this is promo for the thing, but Emma is doing um, Stacey Pop Culture Parlour's... What the hell is it called? It's a 24-hour podcast and marathon to raise money for the British Heart Foundation. It's taking place on fr- uh, Saturday, the 28th of April. I'm on at 7 o'clock. I will tweet out all the details after this, but Stacey's awesome and fucking hilarious. Um, we did a podcast, an episode of, <laughs> was it Pick, Pick a Flick? One of, yes, whatever, Pick a Flick, yeah, yeah. Where we had to watch Mac and Me, um, and it was hysterical, so. <laughs> I was going to say, it was a, yeah, it was a double bill with, like, The Hunger Games, which we were like, oh, it's okay, and then Mac and Me, which is, it's it's one of the worst ones I've ever seen, but it, not only that. It's garbage. It is one of, oh, I, yeah, need, I need a garbage belt, f- like on True Crime <laughs> Obsessions. Yeah. Uh I've also started saying AKA this bitch a lot because um, Julia says it. And I sing oh that God. little song. Um, Julia Pensavalli, Patrick Hines. Sorry. 
I know. That's the thing. You keep sending me podcast and I'm like, these all sound amazing. But I have no. I've wrote, like if I was, I went through my podcast thing. I'm like, Do you know what? I haven't listened to a podcast in about three weeks because I've not really had the chance to sit down and listen to anything. But I like from now on, I, I do. I'm, I'm more in the office, and I'm driving up to Scotland in a few weeks, which means I will have the chance to just sort of just sit and just listen to stuff and catch up. But it's just like, oh my god, these all sound amazing, and I don't have time. Um, but yeah, so Emma is doing that. Um, I'm doing some episodes with uh, Amy Walker for Eccentric Earth, which is easily one of the weirdest shows, but like in the best way possible because it kind of touches on an unexplored fact of like history. Um, and if you want, guys want to check that out as well, that is pretty good. But no, me and Emma and Cersei did the Mac and Me episode, which I still maintain is one of the most fun things we've ever done or recorded because at one stage I was in full-on hysterics <laughs> about crying about um there's a scene with a wheelchair going down a cliff yeah um and i i am literally on pick a flick right now i've actually just got it on the, open the podcast to try oh there's our there's the woody allen episode yeah we also did one woody episode that was basically we all hate woody allen it was you me and chris byrne doing um, why we hate Woody Allen, not just because he's a boring filmmaker, but also because he's a fucking rapist. Yeah, um, <laughs> we like, it's like we actually got like proper abuse on Twitter. <laughs> we d- we did a little bit. They were like, "You can't say this about Woody Allen." And we're like, I was like we can't, fuck oh, off. Yes, we can. Watch this. He's a rapist. Just like this. In our opinion, he's a rapist and a weird child molester. Um, <laughs> so I don't know why I had to turn I that into. Did... I'm turning everything into a, like a jingle. Do you know what? I did so many episodes of Pick a Flick. Like, well, you were, yeah, you were basically like, I did a, quite like a, a major co-host. I wasn't. No, I do fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I'm got, I, the, I, I'm determined to find this with us. I'm. Yeah, it will. It will be in there. I'm just loving it because it's like I. I'm in a similar position with Smogsbod. I have, I feel really bad. I haven't been on for weeks, but there was a time. Oh, oh, I, I found it! The, I found it! I found it! You found it! Oh, oh. Wait. I don't know why I got that excited. Yeah, it was Brave Tribute, Emma Platt, our returning host, and I guess Chris Haig and Stacey Taylor uh, face the challenges and stages of two fresh nominations, The Hunger Games and uh, Mac and Me. Hey, <laughs> Stacey recounts how it traumatised her and Emma just plain unleashes the fury. Nice. Oh, oh, I'm downloading that. What, 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 episode, what episode number is that? Because right, I will, it's episode like... eleven on. If you if you can still get pick up, it's on. I've got it on yeah. uh, the podcast and app thing, and it's episode eleven, and it's called Cat and Me. But I did host a fair few episodes of that, and you can also listen to our I I hate Woody Allen episode. And don't send me abuse on Twitter because I am not here for it. No, send me send me abuse on Twitter because I okay the guy who's listening to, who I did this to will not listen to this, but a guy sent me a thing where it was like, hi, I'm doing easy-to-read mental health articles. Do you think you'd be interested? And I sent a reply going back, I have a BSc in psychology and I'm finishing my master's in psychology and neuroscience, but thanks for thinking of me. And he took it in totally the wrong way and thought I was being nice. <laughs> I wasn't being, like, bitchy. Oh, no, he thought I wasn't being bitchy when I, like, totally was. I was like, listen, easy to read. And I was like, yeah, I've spent, like, five years doing this. Yeah, but here's so I'm, the thing. I'm cool. You're not like me. I can be nice and people still think I'm being a bitch. You're being bitchy and people still think you're being nice. Yeah. I have the yeah, I have the other problem though with like my face. 
I have You've got resting that, nice face. <laughs> no, no, no. I have resting bitch face when I'm being completely... Like, if someone says, you are right, you look like you are full on, like, wanting to murder me. And I'm like, no, I'm just thinking about chips. Yeah, I've got, like, my always goes, what's wrong? He's one of them. What's wrong? And I go, no. And yes. he goes, well, where's your face like that? And I'm like, we've been together yeah. five years. This is just my face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done that before when I've been in a team meeting. They're like, Chris, are you all right? And I'm like, I'm fine. And like, well, you're kind of frowning. And I'm like, no, no, this is literally what happens to my face when I'm not, like, act- actively doing anything. I just sort of settles into, I'm going to gently murder you. Gently. Shh, do you know what? That just reminds me of a conversation that I had with Lee before. Like, the exact same thing. Just, shh, go into the light. Pillow. <laughs> well, that's it. It's sort of just like, oh my god, okay. If we're talking about just, like, murder, there's a show I've been watching um, on BBC America, and I love it. It's so good. You would love it too. And it's called Killing Eve. Ooh. It, okay. Now, so, yeah, so it's been kind of widely advertised. So it's, uh, the woman who's written it is Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who did Fleabag. Um, which is very funny, but it's basically you've got Sandra um, Sandra O oh from Grey's Anatomy, oh, okay. who played Christina. You've got Jodie Comer who was in like Doctor Foster, uh, she's like up and coming British thing, and they play an MI six officer and a Russian assassin who basically start becoming obsessed with each other. Mm. So like they start trying to track each other down because they're like, okay, what's happening and everything. It's so good. It's got the darkest sense of humour ever. Um, quite graphic, not quite graphic, quite inventive kills, because she's an assassin, so she goes around just like full on, you know, there's one that involves a hat pin, there's one that involves a perfume bottle, you know. It's awesome. It's two episodes in. It's so good. It's like, it's so dark. And it's got a proper British cast and everything. Um, but I I love it. It's so good. Um, yeah. I thought to up when you were like, murder, and I was just like... <gasps> Murder? I like murder. There's a show about it. It's so weird. Like, literally, Mike said to me, like, he'll ring me every day. He rings me on his break, he rings me on his lunch, and he rings me when he finishes work. And then he'll go, what did you do? And I'll go, listen to podcasts. And he go, what ones? And I go, murder. <laughs> like, yeah. Just murder. Like, I, I'm, I... Con- I'm convinced. And this is, yeah, again, I think this is something everyone can relate to. If you try and, you know, it, it, I, I, there's a quote in Rear Window where it's like, people do things in their own home they couldn't explain. I think if you were to look at someone's, like, YouTube subscriptions or their podcast sub- subscriptions, there's some stuff on there they can't explain. See, all my YouTube subscriptions... Like, Why do you have 20 things where it's, like, mysterious murder? <laughs> all my YouTube subscriptions are literally made up, right? But my podcasts, I have, right? I've got Paranormal Serial Killer. Paranormal yeah. Serial Killer, Serial Killer, Serial Killer. Old Hollywood History. Oh, is that you must remember this? Yeah. That is the shit. I love it. Then there's us. Yay. Horror. Serial killer. Paranormal. Paranormal. Serial killer. Serial killer. Serial killer. Horror. Horror. Serial killer. Serial killer. Serial killer. Paranormal. 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 Serial killer. Serial killer. Paranormal. Serial killer. Serial killer. Serial killer. Serial killer. Cult. Sex in the city. Paranormal. 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 Makeup. Paranormal. Serial killer. Paranormal. 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 Serial killer. Cinema mortuary. Paranormal, makeup, serial killer, UFOs, drag show, serial killer, serial killer, serial killer, Buffy, serial killer. Nice. Mine, and these are just the ones I'm subscribed to, not the ones I'm not subscribed to. It basically goes, um, millennial comedy, 
the Hitchcock show I'm on, uh, Prison, Mysterious Horror, Prison? Old... It's a show called Ear Hustle. It's basically done by um, actual prisoners in a, and it gets to talk about their kind of lives and perspectives and everything. It's it's really good. Okay. Um, old, like radio serials because I'm a nutter. Um, psychology, horror, dogs, comedy, um, mysterious shit, um, weird Game of Thrones drama thing, gay, pop music. <laughs> Gay. It's called. It's called. No, no. It's called. So bad. It's gay, and it's about movies that kind of have a queer context to them. So they're like. Oh, I want to subscribe to that right now. What is it? So bad. It's gay. So bad. It's gay. So they have serial right. mum, death becomes her, and a nightmare on Elm Street. Two episodes, and they're all really good. They, and those um, all those are really gay films, to be honest. Yeah, uh, pop music, um, weird drama thing. I've not actually listened to in ages. Uh, Anna Faris's advice comedy, um, Radio 4 comedy, Jarvis Cocker's Radio 4 thing, which is really good for actually getting me to sleep, um, drama, horror drama, uh, mysterious paranormal shit, real life drama, mysterious pop music, um, par- this paranormal life, uh, I love this paranormal comedy. life! It's, it's ace. Um, oh my god, uh, Infinite Bad, like which that? is like what did comedy I put thing, yeah. Uh, lifestyle, news, uh, that's an old one. Uh, us, uh, comedy. It's a really good one called the Receipts Podcast, and it's basically for um, like Afro Caribbean British women down in London, and they do like advice columns. It's so funny. It's ace. Um, Bizarre states. Um, some weird kind of dramery one, so I've got like King Falls AM on there, uh, and like Homecoming, I've got an old personality one News Jack, Notes of Self, which is about technology, Death, Sex and Money, which is about Death, Sex and Money, uh, Scummy Mummies, which is very funny kind of motherhood and thingy podcast Welcome to Night Vale, which I haven't listened to in ages Storybreakers, Sportful which is about food uh, and then it goes, Paranormal Drama Paranormal Drama Law, so paranormal kind of true story stuff, and then uh, Serial, which I still have not listened to the second episode of. Oh, uh, god. and then oh I my god, I, oh my god, my my unsubscribe, like my current not subscribed to is like twice as long. Jesus Christ! I have a lot more. Serial <laughs> this is why I can't get anything done. You. you you're more well rounded than me. I tell yeah, you what, but mine's more. <laughs> Before we go, right? Should we both yes, recommend one me. podcast for people to listen to? Yes. Right. Okay, yeah, if you want to go first. I I'm going to go first, yet. and I'm going to say True Crime Obsessed. Right. It's hosted by Patrick and Gillian. Patrick has the most infectious laugh in the world, and now I say, aka this bitch, and call people garbage because that's what Julie calls people. <laughs> um, they, they like talk about um, true crime documentaries, and like they are actually just fucking hilarious like a good one to start with is um episode 12 jesus camp it's really good and the adverts that there's this little advert in that uh, patrick does with his daughter daisy and they are adorable and everyone should check them out this so, it's so good like true crime obsessed nice um and I, yeah, I think they're in my not subscribed at the moment, but I'm definitely going to check them out. Um, I've mentioned a few. The one I'm going to go with at the moment is The Infinite Bad, and it's like a 
it's like a comedy horror role-playing podcast. So it's basically they create the stories as they go along, um, and it's about four people in the aftermath of World War One who decide to become a little Scooby gang from very different walks of life and everything, um, and then go around solving evil and defeating kind of horrors and stuff. It's it's ridiculous. And it's really funny because you can tell the people who are playing it, they're just going like, okay, so what do I roll now? What do I, you know, do all that sort of thing. Um, And it's really funny and I really like it. So I would recommend you check it out. Cool. Right. Well, we're going to have to wrap this up because I really need to pee. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm sat in the awkward position. I'm like, I'm going numb fucking everywhere. So, um, (laughs) you can follow us on Twitter at North by Nerd West. Um, Don't tweet as abuse. Because first of all, it's just not nice. And no, why do you want to be a dick? Really, really though, really queen. Yeah, really. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at the Crushinator, but mostly I just tweet drag race stuff. To be honest, but um, I'm gonna start doing some actual proper horror academic stuff. Maybe I'll tweet about it. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Follow me anyway. Also, I might have a nervous breakdown and I'll probably tweet about that. So you could... I mean, that might be fun. Who knows? Chris? Oh, my God. Want to lighten the mood? Um, yeah. Um, you can follow me on... You can follow me on Twitter at higher underscore boy. Um, I tend to just kind of very simply talk about the stuff I like. So pretty much the best trick from me is, oh, my God, this is awesome. Yeah, that's it. But I tend to really enjoy kind of pop music and horror movies and... All kinds of weird and wonderful stuff. I also do a podcast um, with two of my Canadian mates um, that is Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, Good evening and Alfred Hitchcock podcast, and we are covering all the Hitchcock movies in chronological order. We finally moved on to the talkies now, which I'm very happy about. Um, so yeah, we have got that going. I also appear on Eccentric Earth, as I previously mentioned, doing some episodes with Amy Walker. That is a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's about it. So as Emma said, follow us on Twitter at North by Nerdwest. We'll be releasing information about any upcoming episodes there. Um, I can't promise we're going to be, like I said, be consistent or anything. We'll be releasing them as and when we have time to do them. But we do love and appreciate you. So please, you know, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, is that about it? I'll be um, taking part once again in Stacey's pop culture. Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour 24 hour podcast and marathon to raise money for the British Heart Foundation yes. on the 28th of April. Um, I will tweet about, I will tweet between no details about it uh, from now until then. And even if you're not going to listen to me, you should go and support Stacey because she's awesome and it's for a really good yes. cause. Yeah, she's a she's a friend of the podcast and it's an amazing cause. Um, and at the time of release, it should be on this same week. So yeah, please absolutely check it out. Right, Emma, last bit of advice before we finish the show. And a final word of advice. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Yes, mama, yes. Yes, queen. Miss Benji. Miss Benji. 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 (laughs) If you say it any more times, she'll appear in the mirror. (laughs) All right, bye, guys. (laughs) 